I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, Under God. Indivisible with liberty and justice for all. We all know it's coming and it's not going to be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you going to do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says, your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. 
We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly while your parents were asleep. Now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oath they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? 
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Take what we need to survive A shot one kill is such a thrill That's the way that I was raised 
When I pick up a gun I hit right where I am It's time to take a stand It's time to draw the line You better bring yours When you come to take mine Granddaddy taught my daddy How to hunt and how to fish How to be a man Don't take any shit Raised up on the good book Learned about the land They grew what they ate They didn't get it from Uncle Sam It's time to take a stand It's time to draw the line You better bring yours When you come to take mine So go and round up all them Yankee boys Get ready for a fight I'll round up all my rebel friends Meet you at the Mason-Dixon line Cause the South is gonna rise again And we're gonna kick your ass this time You better bring yours When you come to take mine It's not really about north or south It's about red, white, and blue I'll fight beside any Yankee man If he feels like I do We'll stand here today And we'll proudly say To the man in the suit and tie You better bring yours When you come to take mine Go and round up all them Yankee boys Get ready for a fight You might have won that war Back in 1865 But the South is gonna rise again And we're gonna kick your ass this time You better bring yours When you come to take mine You better bring yours When you come to take mine, you can bring yours. But Mr. President, you ain't taking mine. Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I'm the Mick, and with me, of, of course, is my better beloved, much better, better half. V. Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Much better, better half. I was being very productive right up until about 10 seconds ago when right I before the sat show. in the chair. And like I screamed. I was like, get in here! And I was, I was like right at the door. But I just finished making about eight pounds of dog food. Yeah. Out of like chicken liver and hamburger and leftover... Or collard green and mustard green stems, because I also have a huge pot of collards going. And then at the same time, I just put a pot roast with fresh green beans and radishes and turnips 
and uh, so now that you're all licking your lips and <laughs> sucking garden, on your jaw and in it like 275 <laughs> so when we come out of the show it should be we're gonna start smelling perfect. it here in about right. an hour we're gonna be like <laughs> so I, you guys I smell literally that? Have, oh you guys can't smell that can you i had three things going on the stove all at once and i just it, finished everything like 10 seconds before the show so it literally smelled like indian food about five minutes ago well Dead that serious. was from the chicken liver Dead serious. <laughs> smell like Indian. Oh, food and bad. I I put a dozen duck eggs in there too. So smell like stuff. Indian food bed. But mm -hmm. anyhow, it smelled like pate because it was, you know. So I I got a question. Hmm. Serious question for you. Uh oh. Can we start calling this what it is? Treason. Oh, it's more than that. What is it then? This was a complete attempt for an overthrow of our government. They already within. did that. No, from within. They already did that. No, no, listen, we just got a 420 page report. If you add the executive memorandum and you add the Durham, Durham report, and you add all of the extra shit into the Durham report, you, you, get, you get, get to about 406 pages. What I have is 406 pages of evidence. Mm -hmm. of evidence that a coup was attempted and was successful. Uh-huh. Okay. And what are we going to do about it? Nothing. That is where my problem is right now. You know what the you know what the really big issue is? It's not our politicians. I was going to say Burma has bigger balls than we do. Nope, it's not our politicians. Hmm. Problems us. Uh-huh. Think about it, folks. How many people here just got a general question? How many people here live off the government tit? You better oh, raise, totally do. You, you better raise your fucking hand. Mm -hmm. What about you all? If you raised your hand there, look in the mirror. Like if they Think if they about, don't pass the debt ceiling limit, like are, are we gonna? No, are we getting your retirement pay next no, month? No, like, my, my retirement pay is protected. So okay, it's good. That's Ooh, not until the government's completely out of money. Well, that's and then true nothing's too. protected. Then nothing's protected, but that doesn't matter. So. I asked this because then it will all be equally fucked. So then it really won't matter. Exactly. I asked this only because as our country and its economy collapses, I mean, because it is, if you don't think it is, Oh, it totally is. You've got another thing coming. Oh, it totally is. Cause it's completely collapsing around us right now. Mm -hmm. um, I asked this question because we have become as a country so dependent on our federal government. Think about it. There's not a program that you, everybody has something. We all do. And I know there's a bunch of us that have said, you know what? I'll go ahead. I'll go without it. I would. I would too. I would go without it. If I didn't get my retirement, I would go without it. Why? She'd go back to work. We'd go back to doing the way we used to do shit, which is we made our way through. Kids would be pissed, but yep. that's what it is. It is what you guys would be pissed because we'd have to give this up yep. because she'd have to go back to work and yep. there's no way we're pulling that off. Nope. So yeah, we would do it though because we could, we could make do. Yeah. We could make it work. The chickens and the ducks would be pissed. The kids would be pissed. I can go back to work in 80 hours a week and make a hundred thousand dollars a year. It sucks, but I can do it. I, I mean, it can be done. It's not an issue. But my problem with that is, is that really freedom still? Fuck no. No, that's I don't want to go freedom. back to my my cage, my slavery. No. I, I just, I, I, 
have issues. They just have issues. We're the again, we're the only animals on the planet that pay for living on the planet. For instance, I brought up a great point the other night. So we went, I went to my my St. Patrick's Day pray committee meeting. I was paying my dues. Mm-hmm. And some smart ass piped up, said, Yeah, make sure you sign that check right. I looked at him and I said, you know, this is fucking crazy to me. And I dropped the F-bomb. Yes, it's a Catholic whatever event. Anyway, I dropped the F-bomb because I just don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. If you're a true person of God, you'll look past that. If anything, I use that as a flag to wave off the fucking faggots that I don't want to deal with. The people that aren't true. The people that aren't real. That's one of the reasons I cuss so much. But outside of that, so what, I, what was wrong with the check? Because I no, it. no, no. I, I I looked at him and I said, you know, this is fucking retarded. And he looked at me. He goes, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "How is it that I volunteer my time to be here, yet I have to pay membership dues to be here?" Doesn't make any sense. If I'm volunteering my time, why do I have to pay for it? Mm-hmm. just throwing it out there. This is the only organization I do this for. You know, as a volunteer firefighter, we didn't pay dues to be a firefighter. No, they took care of us. Because when you volunteer your time and you don't ask to be paid, they call that something. There's nothing stronger than a volunteer's heart. That's why the tent. State of Tennessee is known as the volunteer state because everybody in the Tennessee militia, both during the revolution and the civil war, were all volunteers. Hmm. Hmm. Makes you wonder about the rest of the states. Was there not volunteers in the other states? Were the conscripts into the military? Makes you wonder, doesn't it? When Tennessee is the only state that can actually tout that. Makes you wonder about Georgia. Makes you wonder about South Carolina, North Carolina, which all border Tennessee. Were they the same way? Or did they just get a bad rap from the Civil War? You know, that song, Creed Fisher, he played the other song the other night, too. If you burn my, you can burn my flag, that's fine. But understand, I, I can kick your ass as well. He, I'm, he's going to get a lot more play on the show. The only problem with Creed Fisher is he doesn't do a lot of videos. And the videos that he does do, they kind of fucking suck. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but he's going to get a lot more play because I'm sorry. This shit is, it is about time that we all take a stand. There, this is no more. We, there's, we can't let this, we had four guys, four FBI agents. No, three FBI agents and one more. Well, three FBI agents, one one lawyer. Supposed to be four. Um, three FBI agents and one lawyer. The fourth guy they can't find now. Three FBI agents, one lawyer went into Congress today. If this sounds like a joke, stop me. I, I'm not trying to make a joke. It's not like two blondes walked into a bar. It wasn't that funny. Yeah. Um, they were in there for what? A grand total of an hour and no, they were in there for a hot minute. They were in there for a couple hours. A couple hours. Yeah, because I because I guess I tuned I told, in. I told Liana like as like right off the bat, probably like ten o'clock that hey, you know that the yeah, uh, I the couldn't thing listen. Is, is starting. I, I don't think I started. And listening I think it until went until like, like one. So it was probably 11, three hours. I think I started listening. Plus about a lunch noon. break. 
Three so, hours, two and a half hours. Yeah, when I tuned in, she was listening to it. So, and I listened to the end of it, and it was just okay. First of all, that's the way whistleblowers are brought into Congress because technically, the congressmen that are bringing the whistleblowers forward, they're they normally don't give out who they are or what they're what information they're going to provide to Congress. They just say, "Hey, look, this is of a matter of interest for this committee." The whistleblowers coming from the committee, and they testify to what they saw from the congressmen that know them. After that, the rest of the body gets five days for them to come up with their own questions and present them in writing. And then they will call these whistleblowers back either individually or as a group, and they will question them or they will be allowed given time on the floor to question them. So today was not odd. What was odd about today? The one thing that I was looking for, the smoking gun. And he was not there. And that was the one that they're talking about disappeared. He's the guy. The reason it didn't make any sense today, because the one guy that puts all of this together is missing. Why is he missing? Because he got killeried. I, I do. I, I do ask, you know, I asked that question because you know what I saw today? When we were watching on Liana's, when I was watching on Liana's channel there at the end, the liberals seemed contrite, not scared. Like about what these three whistleblowers are going to say. It was like an air of freedom in the room. Mm. That shouldn't be because what these guys are about to testify to. What these guys are about to say is pretty much that the FBI is fucked up from the floor up. And the reason we called it this tonight, do we want to really start calling this what it is, which was a coup? When do we start calling this what it really is? And complete treason. And it's, I, I don't fucking care what your liberal definition of fucking treason is. What they did was subvert the American people. Mm -hmm. That no matter how you put that, it's treason. At the end, end all, be all of it, it's treason. Okay? And we had a $6 million investigation in John Durham that went on for what, three years? One person was prosecuted. They lost the prosecution. And at the end of the report, John Durham felt no one else needed to be prosecuted, yet the FBI just needed to change their ways. Well, two people were prosecuted. One guy got, like, he kind of lost his license, but then he got it back. Yeah, true. Okay, he pled guilty, though. Yep. He, he pled for lying to Congress. And he lost his law license, but then he got it back. So my question is this. I wanted to call this tonight. What did, I, what did I, what was the first title? You wanted to call it uh, Redefining Our Purpose, but I said no. Or a position. Redefining, our, redefining our, position. our position. So I say it was redefining our position because of this. It's not necessarily a redefinition of the position. However. Because our position hasn't changed. I would say it's defining our position. Or because the nuance. I was listening today. And as I listen to the Republican podcasts that I normally listen to, the ones I have an, a modicum of respect for it. Not, not a big, not a lot, but I got a modicum of respect for it. The ones I listened to today, everybody had generally the same, I guess, I guess they got their talking point. So they had their talking point. So they generally had the same story. 
And every single one said, do you expect an apology from the FBI about this? No, I don't want a fucking apology. I want them to go to jail. So that is where I wanted to make sure that we define exactly what the American people want to see, because it is my belief that these Republicans in office, we can finally define our you can define your nature of existence. If you agree with what I'm saying right now, you are a constitutionalist. You are not a Republican. Hear me out with what I say here. You believe in the definition of the Constitution. You believe in what the Constitution stands for. You believe that we believe that the Constitution is here and is the law bearer of this land. And if it's not in that document, we don't have to abide by it, period. Okay, agreed upon. Mm. That being said, moving right along. What I, what I heard today was, do you expect an apology? No, I don't want an apology. I want people to be held accountable. This country used to hold people to a modicum of law. Granted, it wasn't much, but maybe we need to make it more. I mean, at least they put on a show to, you know, make the people think that they were at least trying to uphold the law a little bit. Now they don't even, they don't give a fuck about that. They create laws to prosecute people that they want to go against, and they just ignore laws that they don't want to follow. And I know a bunch of you are asking, Mick, where are you going with this? And I'm going to, I'm going to seal it up with this. Okay. Durham found a lot in his report. I've, I've finished it. Um, I'm actually trying to see if I can get the executive cut out. I want to see the executive cut out. I want to see what they saw. I'm trying to, I'm working on that. Hopefully I'll get that because that'll be a lot easier to follow to help with the timeline too. Anyway, besides that, the biggest damning thing that came out of the Durham finding. Okay. And there was a great article. It was uh, in red state. It's done by uh, Margot Cleveland. And although I think she does some really great work, she hit the nail kind of on the side of the head and then like bent the top of it and then smashed it in anyway. So um, it, it is here that Durham made the damning indictment of the DOJ and the FBI when he stressed that the answer is not the creation of new rules, but a renewed fidelity to the old. Ultimately, he continued, justice comes down to the integrity of the people who take the oath to follow the guidelines. That is the worst thing he could have said. Because essentially what he said is the FBI didn't even follow the law. They didn't care about the one thing the FBI was structured around was the law. They didn't even follow the law in this case. Now, listen, I'm not sticking up for Trump here. But what I'm saying is we've been lied to from the get go. And this whole thing is a pure proof that they tried to commit a coup, which they were successful at. Granted, it took them two elections to get it. When they got to the second election, they finally figured it out and they got their ass in gear and they stole it the right way. But the worst part is who investigates the FBI? Because there is no law enforcement body above the FBI. No, it's the, the DOJ and the FBI sit like that in the tree table. Why are they level? 
because neither the DOJ nor the FBI can investigate each other. Well, why is that? When the highest law enforcement body in the land automatically starts drawing questions like this, you are no more. You lost the fidelity of the people. And I'm going to talk to, oh, we got a lot to cover tonight. But this whole thing with the FBI is the problem. Donald Trump now has two requirements for me to vote for him again, if we even make it to 24. Two requirements. The first requirement is to obviously destroy the vaccine and to come out and he's got to take a public lashing for it. I don't give a fuck. He has to. The second thing is he has to. I don't even want him to go one hour in office without automatically signing paperwork to disband the FBI. It has to be completely gutted, torched to the ground. The agents can be, re there's plenty of 1811 alpha assignments in Washington, D.C. The FBI needs to be fucking leveled. How can they walk around with the power that they do have and do what they do and still be considered a credible law enforcement agency? They have lied to Congress. They have lied to the American people. They have falsely accused people of shit they didn't do. At that point, you've lost all credibility. I don't give a shit if you're a street agent or you're a cocksucking SES motherfucker at the top. Your agency holds no credibility, period. Anytime they go into court right now, this can be brought up. For instance, they just arrested some fucking priest, some disgusting pedophile priest in fucking Ohio for trafficking kids. These agents got to go stand in front of I'm happy they got him. You're absolutely right. You're damn right I'm happy they got him. Fuck yeah. Get those sickos. But now they got to go stand in front of a judge. You know what that de defense attorney can argue? If he's smart, he's going to go, wait a minute. You're, you're a member of the FBI, the same one that lied about Donald Trump. The same one that made up, fabricated a whole fucking story about Donald Trump. And guess what? That priest is probably going to get off because of that. And he's been sex trafficking kids for the last 27 years. But you know what? The FBI is that great. They're that good of an organization. You watch, I guarantee that priest still gets convicted and goes to jail. Not because of a magical spell. No, because now even they can't hide that shit. This all of this crap is bullshit. We have to get rid of the FBI. It's got to go. You know, everybody's showing. Where's the video, babe? Which one? Uh, did you put that fuck around? I hope you did. Probably. The one of With the girl. Yeah, I think it's yeah that one, Texas Lindsay. Yep. All right. Perfect. <clears throat> We're gonna watch this first because I want to talk about this right off the bat because I want every one of you fucking armed because you all need to know how to do this. I'm going to teach you the easiest fucking way. Oh, this is good. You might want to get your notebooks out, be honest with you. You might want to take notes on this. I'm dead serious. I am not fucking with you. This is going to be some, if you've never heard anybody tell you this before, trust me, I'm about to make your day. I'm about to make your day. All right. Pretty sure you've all seen this by now, but if not, check this out. Sure. Uh, my name is Ashley Roberts, and this is Kathleen Brown. We're both with the FBI. Okay. We just need to speak with her regarding some information that was sent in to us. 
mind giving us her residence or her phone number by chance? Yeah, um, hold on. Sure. She's not in any trouble. We just have information that we need to ask her about. Okay. Here. Do you mind if I take a picture of your badges? Uh, unfortunately, we're not allowed to, to have anyone take our picture. Can I see it again, please? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can you can always call our office too, and they can verify our, our employment because it is weird. Not every day you get a knock on the door from the FBI. No, and I'm like in a meeting upstairs, so I wasn't trying to not answer. Well, yeah, I was trying not to answer the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no worries, I've got yeah. A, and I'm like, oh my gosh, whoever's at the door is being like uber persistent. Give me a minute. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, that's okay. We can leave you our office number if you would like to call. Me. Yeah, let me do that. That sounds good. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your meeting. No, you're good. So can you tell me what you said it's in regards to? And we would, we would tell you all the information because like I said, she's not in any trouble, but just out of respect for her, we'd like to speak with her first and then okay. if she feels like talking to you, which I'm sure she will because nothing, okay. you know, then, then yeah. All right, well complicated. Go. All <laughs> right. Sorry. So yeah, up here in Washington, um, that's our number. You can call. That's our. And what's your name? Kathleen Brown. Thanks. Okay. So, first of all, no, those those are FBI agents. I I can see the badge and creds. Um. They're at the house, okay? Let me tell you whose house this was before we, we go any further. Let me give you some background, okay? Let me give you the facts, what I know the facts are. FBI showed up at Elise Ketch's. Um, Mother's house. Childhood home. Her childhood home, she used to live there as a kid. She is a member of a progressive anti-abortion uprising. A group of mostly right-leaning activists who believe abortion is murder to the human child. PAAU particularly gained prominence as group is the group exposed the bodies of pri five preemie-sized aborted babies known as the five from the clinic in Washington, D.C. Abortionist Caesar Stacliago reported. Uh, the 26-year-old officially joined POW in December 2022 after volunteering with groups, uh, the group for a few months. Her entrance into the pro-life group came as a POW activist. Lauren Handy, John Dar Darnell, and Herb Goddery faced charges from Justice Department for violating the Freedom of Access to a Clinic Entrances Act, which prohibits threats of force, obstruction, property damage intended to interfere with reproductive health or services. The DOJ commonly used obstruction in charging pro-life activists with blocking the entrance to abortion clinics. So that's the house they went to. That's the girl. Okay. So I, I realized that was the mom. I want to educate you all right now. Okay. Notice how what they said. They said, oh, she's not in any trouble. Okay. 
Okay, that's great. Let them talk. Let them run their mouths. Get as much information as you can. When it comes to the point of you answering questions, I want you to remain extremely non-committal. Do not commit yourself. Okay. Get more information if you can. See if you can find out why they're there. If you cannot ascertain why they're there, or if you just don't give a fuck why they're there, go ahead and ask them for their warrant. Okay? Say, can I see your warrant? At that point, they're going to say they don't have one. At that point, you can say, and as polite of a term as you want, at that point, my response, you can get the fuck off my property then. Unless you have a warrant signed by a fucking judge, I'm not saying a goddamn word to you. You don't have to either. It doesn't matter whether they're there, politefully and being nice. You know, back in the day when we all flew the red, white, and blue because fucking we got hit at 9-11. Yeah, people volunteered with the FBI. How do you feel today about volunteering with the FBI? Never. Fuck you. Beat the street, bitch. Get the fuck off my deck. Unless you have a warrant to be on this premises, you need to exit my premises immediately. If they refuse to leave, it's what everybody says. Mick, well, what if they say, we're federal agents. We don't have to get the fuck off your porch. What do we do? You pick up the phone. You do not call your local police. Do not call the local police. Why? They don't derive their power from the local police. They derive their power from the local sheriff. Guess what a sheriff is? He's an elected member of your local community. If you're a concerned constituent, who he may want you to vote for him in the future, and you call him and you say, hey, I've got these two fucking federal agents that are at my front door that want to talk to me. They don't have a warrant. They don't have a right to be on my property. I've asked them to leave twice. Guess what that sheriff's going to go out there and do? Remove them. He's going to go out there and tell them to leave. And if they don't leave, he will remove the letter of authority in which a sheriff has to sign every time he comes in the office to let the FBI work in their area. That happens. They've got to beat feet. They got to get the fuck out of the county. They got to roll. They're not allowed to occupy any office space. Nothing. They have no authority to work in that jurisdiction anywhere. Go to your fucking sheriff. He's elected. There's a reason there were authorities put in certain people at certain places at certain levels in our government. Because they can remove the federal government whenever they fuck they want. Especially when you got shit like that, that bullshit going. I tell you what, that'll last about five seconds down here in Georgia. Tell you that right now. My sheriff have his ass out in his fucking hurly heels walking up the street. They'd be fucking rolling. That's why down here in the South, you don't hear about FBI agents doing this shit down in Georgia. Shit, our sheriff lives literally, or a deputy sheriff lives two doors down from us. Yep. You don't hear about that shit happening down here in Georgia. You want to know why? They roll up to a house like that down here in Georgia. They're liable to get killed. True. That's no bullshit. Especially out here. We're sketch. We, we don't trust shit.
Hey, fuck, this shit has got to stop, folks. Where are we at? Again, I'm sitting here rubbing the fucking sticks of time, hoping, holy shit, maybe this is the spark. <laughs> maybe we're going to get it. The FBI is full of shit. Think about all the people they have put in jail. Guess what? Every single we destroy the FBI, every single case that they put against all those people now come back into question because the whole agency is under investigation. You think people are going to get fucking there's a good chance that you could have mistrials in every case the FBI has ever tried. That's how bad this is. That is how bad this is. Because if we've got issues now, what issues did we have in the past when people were getting convicted left, right, and center from the Bureau? Just based off the Durham report, every investigation that's based on a FISA warrant should be under investigation. You know how many terrorism investigations have been based off of FISA warrants? All of them? This is, folks, I, I can't tell you the importance of this. This is, now that I finished the report, I'm... I'm more than sideways. They, they never cared about, they, you have to have a predication for a criminal case. Predication is this. Veland gets raped, which would never happen in reality because whoever did that probably <laughs> took a beating in a fucking half to get to there. <laughs> and not only that, he's probably not alone anymore or alive anymore. <laughs> and he had to anyway, get the dogs. <laughs> if let's say she got raped. Okay. She's got to go to the cops till she goes to the cops. There's no predication for a case that she got raped because nobody knows. How do you know? So that's where, what predication is. The point is nobody came forward with this information. They knew where the information came from when they got it. They knew that the steel dossier was paid for by Hillary Clinton. They overlooked that completely. And don't tell me it was because they're incompetent. Bulls fucking shit. Every person, every single fucking agent in the FBI has got at least a master's degree. If not, they've got at least a bachelor. But almost every single one's got a master's degree. 90% of those motherfuckers got PhDs. The SACs all have masters. So some of the some of the like basic field agents that are just, you know. No, a lot of the basic field agents have masters. Yeah, but especially when you get into the economic crimes division, because those guys are fucking smarter than a whip. But Seriously, I know that the field agents aren't this way, but I'm sorry, guys, you're going to suffer too. Your agency is corrupt. You are the highest law enforcement. You certify all the other police departments in the, in the country. How can you do that now? You have lied to the American people. How can I trust another fucking thing that comes out of the FBI's mouth? Nothing. I, I, I can't trust the fucking thing. Anytime I hear a oh, spokesman, I don't give a shit. FBI's full of shit. They ain't fucking told the truth since day one. They're not the only ones full of shit. Play the, the other two clips and fuck around because you're going to, it's right there what you're talking about. I, I just, I, I, Craig Fisher said it best tonight. It's time to do something. This is, this can't stop. This, mm. this has got to stop. If we don't do anything, we're going to lose our country. And that scares me. We we haven't already? Not yet, because we're still here. Mm-hmm. We're still here. No, I'm sorry. We're still here. Mm-hmm. It's not like we've gone anywhere. We're we're still in this bitch. We'll we'll be in this bitch for another hot minute, but I we, we have to do something though. This this can't this can't continue. Nobody everybody's looking at this Durham report like it's nothing. Fuck that. <laughs> 
It most certainly is something. Shows us, it confirms everything that I, uh, I've ever told you guys. There's been no shortage of investigations into President Trump now or soon to be underway. They're looking into the president's tax returns, his inaugural committee, the Trump organization, Russian influence in the campaign, and a lot more. At the center of many of these investigations is going to be the House Intelligence Committee. And at the head of that committee is its chairman, Adam Schiff. But we do know this. The Russians offered help. The campaign accepted help. The Russians gave help. And the president made full use of that help. And that is pretty damning. Whether it's simply Donald Trump um, reacting to the question that's been raised about his legitimacy because of the, the taint over the election. Uh, but when people uh, say there's no collusion, they must have a different word for the kind of corrupt coordination of effort between the Trump campaign and the Russians. Uh, we know that the president has made uh, probably over a thousand false statements uh, about the Russia issues. Very clear that the Trump campaign welcomed Russian help, built it into their campaign plan, never reported it, uh, made full use of it, and then lied about it. Bob Mueller did not find that there was no collusion. In fact, in the first couple of pages of the report, he said we don't address that issue. What we found is we could not prove criminal conspiracy beyond a reasonable doubt. The president had just incited a mob that attacked the Capitol and killed, uh, resulted in the deaths of, of five people. Uh, so the fact that they were in an unsecure place uh, that is guarded with nothing more than a padlock uh, or whatever security they had at a hotel uh, is deeply alarming. Uh, and I have asked for, along with Chairman Maloney, a... Yeah, uh, lying Adam Schiff. Yep, that he is. I, I, when when is he going to hang? He's got to hang. Exactly. He's got to go. He's got to be the next next one. I mean, why don't they call him in front of Congress and ask him what evidence that he saw based on the Durham report that there was none? No shit. Like I, I want to. Now we want to know. We want to know where'd you get it? Because you said that you had fuck. You had hard evidence. Where? What is it? Where, where is it? it? Where's your smoking gun? You piece of shit. Schiff, the uh, Durham investigation ended up where there was plenty of reason to believe it was going to end up uh, with a new report about nothing. That's exactly right. Uh, as you pointed, this is an investigation that started in a flawed manner. It was conducted in a flawed manner, uh, and its conclusion uh, is a, a flawed conclusion. Um, it began in a flawed way because this was the result of Donald Trump badgering Bill Barr to investigate the investigators. So it was brought really with no predicate except this is what Donald Trump was demanding and this is what Bill Barr wanted to have undertaken. During the course of the investigation, you have reportedly multiple prosecutors leave the team over Durham's conduct, over Durham's discussing the investigation while it was ongoing in violation of DOJ policy. Uh, Durham's decision to try to get the emails belonging to an American uh, repeatedly refused by a judge and then seeking reportedly other means to get the same information. Uh, and uh, you had uh, uh, also uh, Durham uh, engage in other conduct, um, bringing cases prosecutors thought were insufficient uh, and quickly resulting in acquittal. But then finally, this conclusion, which adds very little to the inspector general's report we had two years ago, never proves the deep state conspiracy that was alleged all along. So we have four years uh, of wasted effort. Uh, and worse than that, we have four years, I think, of uh, undermining the department in a political prosecution.
Yeah, and, and when you compare it to the Mueller investigation in which uh, multiple uh, uh, indictments were obtained, including indictments of Russians who never submitted uh, to a court process for that, uh, convictions were obtained. Uh, Donald Trump ended up issuing pardons uh, over the work uh, that Robert Mueller uh, did. Uh, there, there's, this investigation was an attempt to discredit all of that. It was. And, you know, it bears reminding people the Russians intervened heavily to elect Donald Trump. They engaged in a hacking and dumping operation, uh, hacking Hillary Clinton's emails and dumping them to influence the election. They uh, engaged in a an expensive social media campaign out of a troll farm in St. Petersburg to help get Donald Trump elected. Uh, so there were real things to investigate there. Uh, and the Mueller team did. We did in Congress. Uh, on the other hand, the investigation of the investigators by Durham revealed uh, little to nothing uh, and was a spectacular failure at court. Um, the, the only conclusion that uh, he seemed to want to push of a novel character is that somehow Hillary Clinton got more favorable treatment by the FBI than Donald Trump. But of course, he ignores the fact that the Clinton email investigation was discussed publicly by the FBI right up until that October surprise by James Comey whereas the Trump investigation was kept completely confidential. Yes, there was disparate treatment, uh, and Cl Hillary Clinton got the far worse end of it, uh, but that is uh, something that he conveniently ignores in his report. And uh, Hillary Clinton fired exactly zero FBI directors. <laughs> That's true, too. That is true, too. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, a flawed, a flawed beginning of an investigation as this one, an investigation which really was guilty of the same criticism he leveled against the FBI, uh, ends up having a, uh, a conclusion that ends with a whimper rather than a bang. And, and the, the, at the beginning of the Durham report, he does very specifically credit Attorney General Mark, uh, Merrick Garland with completely staying out of this investigation uh, and not interfering in any way. That's right. And, you know, it also, you know, was interesting uh, in some of the reporting uh, that, that went along with the course of his investigation and perhaps we'll have an opportunity when he comes before the Congress to find out. He, he apparently repeatedly met with Bill Barr during the course of the investigation. I wonder what influence that had on his proceedings. Congressman Adam Schiff, thank you very much for joining us tonight and thank you for bringing my favorite desk that appears on this program in that background shot when you're here. Uh, Congressman Schiff, thank you very much. What a faggot. Thank you. Uh, okay. Did Hillary Clinton ever have the authority to fire an FBI director? No. Uh, okay. Just checking. She never was in that position. She yeah. was never president of the exactly. United States. So that kind of. Every, ah. Everybody else was like, is, is like the Durham report is fucking brutal and exonerates Trump. And these two asshats are all, oh, well, this would be nothing bigger. <laughs> Adam Schiff is, uh, he, he knows he's stuck with the lie. He's mm. fucked. Completely. That's why he can't lie. Because it never it never ends well. He's mm. been lying this, this whole time. He, oh, my God. There's a reason they call him Shifty Chef. He has been lying. Think about this. We have been lied to since literally 2016. That we, we can prove. We can wholeheartedly prove since 2016 we've been lied to. I can show you exactly how I can show you in video evidence and you can't argue it because I can show you both sides. You can play both sides all you want.
I can show you both sides and I can show you exactly where we've been lied to. Yet we're all mm. still okay with it. Mm. I haven't heard a lot of people just standing up saying, you know what, this is fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we don't see it yet in our neighborhoods. Well, isn't it a little late when we see it in our neighborhoods? Just throwing it out there. Remember, remember, we saw it in a city in 1775. We did. We saw it in a city in Boston, Massachusetts, 1775. It's where the revolution started, folks. Boston, Massachusetts. It wasn't a state. It was a fucking city. Hey, remember Just that asking. movie we were talking about? Um, Sound of Freedom? Yeah. With Jim Yeah, Jim Caviezel. Yep. Caviezel. Um, Caviezel. It, it comes out. Caviezel. It comes out in theaters July 4th. I know. Okay. Anyway. We're gonna we're gonna play it July 4th. No, it, it comes out in theaters July 4th. Oh, it doesn't it, he's not going to do a stream thing. He's gonna, he's just going straight it's in, to it's in theaters. Oh, we're gonna have to go watch that. We're gonna have to watch that. Fuck. Yep. I mean, it'll come out on the the Angel Studios app after. This, yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, we'll have to go get it. Theaters. Damn. So, mm -hmm. but he came out and talked. Passion. I couldn't get a job. The studios wouldn't hire me. But see, they're all controlled by the central banks. People have to. Do you really think Biden is the president of the United States? Do you really think he's running our country? Please, who above him, who are the puppeteers? Here's how you'll know that everything I've said is the truth. When they come out and they just blast me, they have to, they have no choice because the devil has no choice in this matter. God is coming for him. And I'm talking about the Christ Jesus God. That is the one that's coming after him. And there's a big storm coming and they know it. So they have to go and threaten you with everything from Q and on or whatever they want to say. Do you know what Q really means? Means question. That's what one of these people told me. And I said, well, that, that seems like a good thing. Anon, question, right? Anons then go out and research it to see if it's true because we've been sped, fed their lies. Think about Monday. What happened? A Durham report was dropped. The FBI, the CIA, the whole, all of these guys are involved. Now, I know it's not all of them. The lower guys are probably just crying. But I'm asking you warriors to come out and tell the truth. If we would just unite. That is, mm -hmm. you know what he's heard? Hmm. He's heard the bell. Mm -hmm. He's heard his true name. Mm -hmm. He's probably heard a lot of the same shit I've heard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, I, just judging by the way he was acting there. Yep. Oh, he, he knows, would, oh, he knows what's coming. Oh, yes, he yeah, does. He knows he's what's seen, coming the way we know what's coming. He's seen something he's I've seen. seen some shit, yeah. 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 Uh, he's seen some shit that scared the fuck out of him. Because uh, this shit, I, I'm. No, no, not that one. I know, I know. Jesus, fucking wrong things every. Mm -hmm. I, I just, ah, man, that's bad. He's seen some shit. He really has. So anyway, all are saying that y'all used to drink from the hose. Were sinks not an option? For fuck's sake. Who's going to tell him? You want me to tell him? I'll tell him. We weren't allowed in the house. I don't know why that's so hard for people to understand. Our childhood was like one never-ending episode of that TV show Survivor. Okay? We are indestructible. We've never sat in car seats. Nobody's ever given us swimming lessons. We've all been either shot with a BB gun or stabbed with a fucking jart. 
the television stations had to make a commercial reminding our parents that they had kids. I shit you not. Every night on the 10 p.m. news, a voice would come on and say, it's 10 p.m., do you know where your children are? To remind our parents that they had fucking kids. So no, sir, shirtless with the beanie, sinks were not an option. No, they, exactly. They weren't. You, you know, I, I remember that. And I, I was uh, talking to my brother the other day. I said, you know when mom kicked us out of the house? And he goes, yeah. I go, like, especially in the summertime, we're, we're all were home from school. Yeah. Four boys. Oh. Home from school with just mom. Fuck okay? no. Yeah. No, your mother. You know, you know what my mom did? She kicked us all in the house yeah, at like hippie. 8 a.m. Uh-huh. Get the fuck out of here. Get out. Get out of bed. I brush your teeth. Get the fuck out of my house. Do not come back until the the street, street lights, lights come, come on. on for di for dinner. Yep. And uh, me and my brothers, we would go cause all sorts of havoc. Mm -hmm. We would do all sorts of shit out in the woods. We would fucking shoot each other with BB guns. We'd throw fucking uh, my dad. Each other. <laughs> my dad tried to do that to us in the city. And one day. We're out there in the backyard, me and my older brother, because we were the ones that lived with him in his building. And we had like a little yard. There's a wall. And past that wall, we could see like an old factory. And there's the road that came up to where our building was. And uh, my brother and I, we, there was a, uh, have you ever heard of a <laughs> black walnut tree? They have mm -hmm. these, the fruit grows in these green things and they stick. They're horrible. Like when you roll over them, they just stick. We had one of these not only in our yard in Connecticut, but we had one in the city too. And this thing would sprout these things in the spring. And me and my brother would take a tennis racket. We'd fire the, because we used to do it at my, my mom's house. So we would take a tennis racket. We would fire these fucking black walnuts. I mean, like miles. We'd hit them so hard. We were trying to bust out windows in this old abandoned factory that was down the street from where my dad lived. One day I got a hold of one. Man, I ripped this one to the left. It kept cutting and went right into the street. We heard it hit a windshield. Oops. Me and my brother looked at each other. Our eyes got real big. We took the fucking racket. We threw it underneath the fucking stairs. We ran back up the fire escape. We jumped in the window, went back in. We we're doing our studies. <laughs> my father came upstairs, comes up the elevator, gets off the elevator, walks into the front door. Tell me it was your dad's windshield. He's got a fucking black walnut oh, fuck. in his hand. <laughs> it's all fucked up on one side that hit the windshield. I was like, no fucking way. There's just no way. How is that possible that I'm going to get my ass whooped again? And what luck do I have that I hit a black walnut and lands in my dad's windshield? What the fuck is wrong with me? Man, I got fucked up that night. No but it was shit. funny. It was funnier than shit. My brother still laughs about it to this day. We both laugh about it because I'm the only motherfucker to do that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it was funny shit. It's funny because I, I I have a fuck around of my own. To, uh, I actually have a, before we get into this. Yeah, because you were going to tell, you started to tell the story yesterday is, and then you yeah, went off the rails we and you the, didn't fucking do it. We were in the wrong folder. Okay. This is the right folder to be in. All right. All right. Well, you, you tell it and I'll move on to the next clip. This is, um, so this is a Kush cream story for y'all. Okay, just in case you guys get the Arctic shit that I get, the what is it, the permafrost? Mm -hmm. If you get the permafrost, I want to warn you guys that live in the South right now, especially in the humid South, not the dry South, the humid South. Okay. So the other morning I'm at this job 
And, you know, we reached the 90s down here in the South. It's getting warm. It's getting hot. I noticed in Lindsay's picture that she had wearing our T-shirt the other day, which was fucking badass, madam. Um, she in her car, it said the outside temperature was 90 degrees. So it was probably a little warmer there in the later afternoon. However, um, I'm sitting there and it was it was pretty warm. I was sweating a good bit because outside and you're working, putting up a garage door and my nuts were itching. And mind you, because of my ankle injury, I have been spreading the Kush cream uh, permafrost on my ankle in the morning just to deal with the, the subtle soreness, you know, the stuff on the top, the, the top pain, so to speak. Well, my nuts were itching. Well, I reached down the pants, you know, I scratched them and uh, went back about my work. About four minutes went by and all of a sudden my my nuts were on fire a little bit. I was like, what the fuck was that? Ooh, it's a little burning. And then it got worse. Then it got real bad. I mean, it was uber bad. It felt like my nutsack nuts on was completely on fire. <laughs> I ended up running out of the house that I was in. I, I I want you guys to see see this somehow. I don't know if you can. I don't know if I'll, I'll be able to give it do it justice. But I was leaned up against the back of my truck with my pants around my ankles. I was basically doing a squat, pouring water, cold freezing water directly over my nutsack. Someone because gives a man it was a bottle of milk. Water makes it worse. Completely on fire, and it burnt for about another 130 minutes. I swear oh. to God, I was walking around like dancing i like poured water in my underwear i did everything to cool that some bitch down nope. it was on fucking fire so i warn you right now gentlemen if you got the permafrost kush creams do not touch your nutsack after you apply it to your body or your eyes or your eyes because it's gonna burn with flames coming out of mixed butthole yeah oh shit <laughs> with flames coming out of that butthole it really was. My nuts were on fucking fire, folks. This is hysterical. Fucking hysterical. Anyway, is this the new one or is this the old That's one? That's the new one. All right, good. Sorry about that, but I, I'm sorry I lost that the other night, but I wanted to tell that story. That's my fuck around and find out. I fucked around. My nuts itched. I found out real quick, fast, in a hurry. Like, not a good thing. Too fucking funny. No, you're out. You're out. You're out. You're out. Get off me! Get this off me! Get this off me! Get this off me! Get this off me! This is assault! You're a U.S. Congressman touching up a person. You can't put him off the street. Get off me! Let him do it! Let him do it! Let him do it! You calm down! You need to calm down! Calm down, What was that about? Uh, so that was uh, a protester at um, Clay Higgins. Or they they came up and they were whatever, basically heckling him. He used to be a sheriff. He removed him from the area. Well, by himself. Good on him. <laughs> he was like, "Nope, hey, you're done here. Get the fuck out. Let him Pick do his thing. Dude. Him. Done. Fuck him. Yeah, done. We got. We all have to start doing. You, it. I, yeah, don't depend on someone else to do what you can do your damn self. Fuck yeah. Anyway, fuck congressional chit chat. Uh, that's where we're going. That's, that's where the we're next going. one. It's been adding up, but right there at the almost the top. Yeah. Down to there you go. I know. So um yeah, whatever. Start with the whistleblower stuff. This one? It doesn't matter. All right. There's a bunch of them. <sighs> 
folks. Uh, and I can't guarantee they're going to be in any particular order, but this is what went down in Congress today. Kind of a travesty of justice here. Yep. Oh, we didn't talk about our guest. Good point. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Our guest wasn't feeling well, so she rescheduled for next week. I, I completely forgot about that. I want to let you all know that yep. that's why we don't have a guest first hour. So yep. just so you're aware, we're not skipping her out because she's coming in the second hour or anything. Nope. She quit tonight. So yep. whatever. Anyway. Yielding, but for her extensive work on these issues, not only during our hearings, but during the many depositions we've taken to develop evidence and to bring it forward for the majority, the minority, and all of the country. And Did you I give us those that she, evidence? I know that if uh, the gentlelady from Are you going to give us that evidence? was uh, able to speak that uh, she'd, she'd certainly she'd certainly be eager to do so. Mr. Allen, we just heard, uh, astonishingly heard a Democrat on this committee question your allegiance to the United States. How many tours in Iraq did you do? I did two tours in Iraq, sir. And, and for how many decades have you held a security clearance? Uh, for two decades, sir. Ever been called into question before? No, sir. And, and you also received the Employee of the Year Award for the Charlotte Field Office, is that right? That is correct, sir. Did you receive any medals during your service for the Marine Corps and the United States Navy? I did, sir. As a member of the Marine Corps, I received two, uh, a Navy Commendation Medal and a Navy Achievement Medal. Seems to me your allegiance to the United States is pretty well established over multiple decades, wearing the uniform, fighting for our country, and I am proud that you continue to fight for our country as a whistleblower here, making a disclosure to the United States Congress. Uh, and Mr. Allen, is it your belief that you were retaliated against because you shared an email that questioned the truthfulness of FBI Director Christopher Wray? Yes, sir. And you believed that he wasn't truthful based on testimony he'd given to the United States Senate, isn't that right? Yes, sir. And in that testimony to the Senate, you believed that Christopher Wray indicated that there were no confidential informants and no uh, FBI assets that were present at the Capitol on January 6th that were part of the violent riot. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. Please play the video. We're, we're now going to hear from George Hill, who worked at the Boston field office. The SSA in Boston said they were going to a political rally, which is First Amendment protected activity. No, we're not uploading. We're not starting cases. To which they said, well, we're going to call your SAC, and the SSA said, go right ahead. Because when you're pushing back, you know, you want to make sure that you have your, your six covered. So the SAC and the ASAC were intimately aware of these kinds of exchanges that were going on. And again, to his credit, um, Joe Bonavolanta said, no, we're not opening up cases on people who went to a rally. Just so we're all aware, we're all playing on the same sheet of music. SAC is a special agent in charge of a field office. The assistant or the ASAC, the assistant special agent in charge of a field office, he's in charge of the terrorist part of the office. Listen, this is some really funky shit, and I'll be the first one to bring it out. Okay. When they created these positions in the bureau, a buddy of mine was an agent, showed me this. Okay, when they created the sack position in the line block chart for, let's say, like bank robbery, fraud, uh, that type of an investigation, the ASAC is below the sack. However, 
when it comes to terrorism. The ASAC and the SAC are at the same level. So here, what you're hearing is that these people who were in these positions, who were in the know, uh, SAC is an SES level position. SAC is an SES level one position. An ASAC is a GS-14 step 10 level position. So you're talking the highest of the high. You can't go any higher than that. Okay? The next step is SES for that ASAC. So when you look at this and you put this in the broad category of what they're actually talking about here, you've got this guy, and I agree, he's a fucking patriot. He called this dude out because this cocksucker was saying that, oh, no, there were no, no FBI agents on January 6th. He said, nope, there's most certainly was. Not only was there a couple, there was a couple hundred. That's what James Allen's email said. There wasn't just a couple. There was a couple hundred. Hmm. Hmm. And they won't release. That's why they wouldn't release the January 6th footage, because they didn't want to compromise the identities of the FBI agents that were in the crowd. Correct. Because 68 of the camera views that they had mm-hmm. were from FBI agents that were in the crowd. Mm. Okay. I found that out the other day from uh, 201. Excellent. So I was like, oh, that's a good one. Keep going. Didn't know that. And I forgot a key part. The SSA for CT2 said, happy to do it. Show us where they were inside the Capitol and we'll look into it. To which WFO said, we can't show you those videos unless you can tell us the exact time and place those individuals were inside the Capitol. To which the SSA responded back. And I was privy to these conversations firsthand. Why can't you show us? Why can't you just send us, give us access to the 11,000 hours of video of this example that's available? Because there may be, may be UCs, undercover officers, or CHS's confidential uniform, confidential human sources on those videos whose identity we need to protect. So, Mr. Allen, you got retaliated against for the very thing, for saying the very thing that the Washington field office was telling Boston when the Boston field office was saying, we're not going to go and investigate people that just showed up at a rally without sufficient criminal predicate. Uh, the, the Washington field office told Boston, well, you know what? We can't give you the evidence because it might disclose the very CIs and UCs that you are concerned about. But that doesn't surprise you, Mr. O'Boyle, does it? No, sir. And the reason it doesn't surprise you is that in a different part of the country, you saw that same pressure from the Washington field office. And did they ever try to get you to do something that was outside the normal order of law enforcement activity? Yes, sir. And what did the Washington field office try to get you to do that violated the law and regulations? They tried to get me to serve a federal grand jury subpoena when there was no proper predicate to do so. And the reason there was no predicate was because it was based on an anonymous tip, right? That's correct. Time and again, the Washington field office was trying to pressure you without corroboration to go start process on people. Isn't that right? Yes, sir. And so while I agree that January 6th was a violent day, a bad day, a day that nobody wants to relive, violence on January 6th doesn't justify weaponizing the government against people. 
So that eliminates that argument. So the next time that any of your normie friends decide, hey, by the way, January 6th, there were no feds. <laughs> were innocent and did nothing. Is this plain still? Mm -hmm. What the fuck is going on here? Seriously. I don't know. That was weird. There's nothing no, left. It's done. This is done. Yeah, it's done. It's wrong. Thank you for blowing the whistle on that. I yield back. Mr. I, guess oh, I thought it second. was done. I thought it was done. Yeah, yeah. You said it was done 20 times. It's done. It's done. It's done. No. Nope. Okay. So Matt Gates ran his mouth for another second. <laughs> I'm just saying. It wasn't done. Do, do, do. Hmm. And we got more Matt Gates. Just heard, uh, astonishingly heard a Democrat on this committee question your allegiance to the United States. How many tours? In that's that's the same thing. Jesus, how many of these did you get? Did you know. double up? I have I'm no just idea. wondering because that was the same thing. I don't know what order this is in. Oh, this is Jim Jordan last night. Okay, this Jim Jordan, chair of the Weaponization Committee, joins me now, Congressman. This seems surreal. Now, that whistleblower said there's hardly any recourse because the FBI just investigates itself. Yeah, he what? won a promote. Yeah, he won a promotion. He was transferred from Kansas to, to Virginia. The day he gets here, he learns that they suspended his clearance, said he, they questioned his allegiance to the country. A guy who did two tours in our armed services for our country, questioned his allegiance, won't let him get access to all his belongings, his clothes, his furniture. Four children, a two-week-old newborn, wouldn't let him get access to their clothes, their toys, their winter coats. That's how bad it was. So here's what we know, Laura. We know from the Durham report that these, these agencies have been weaponized and, and they'll go after a presidential candidate. But it's worse today because they will target the people. A parent at a school board meeting, right. a pro-lifer praying at a clinic, a Catholic attending mass. They will target people. And if you're brave like Mr. O'Boyle and you come forward and tell the truth, then they will try to crush you. They will retaliate against you, just like they did to Garrett O'Boyle, a guy who served our country and has now went 250 days without getting paid because they took his clearance from him. Well, they're trying to frighten people, right? Yes. From telling the truth about what they're really doing. They want to intimidate people from speaking the truth. Are they yeah. not trying to do this? That's exactly what's happened. And over the last year and a half, we've had so many, we've had dozens of whistleblowers come talk to us, but now there are, we've had, and we've interviewed most of these people. We've talked to a lot of them. We've interviewed some of them for a sit down interview. And the three that are coming for tomorrow are folks who were, were willing to go public. Others are nervous about going public. They've come and talked to us, but they're, they're afraid about going public because of this retaliation. So yeah, it's all designed to chill. And it's not just limited to the FBI. The Democrats on the committee leaked material from. Look. Folks, we've seen it here. We've seen this here. We had a guy come out to me. He wants to come out. Then I turned around and called him back. Can't and come out anymore. I, I can't find him. I've left messages. I've sent text messages. I've emailed him. I've done everything to get his attention. He doesn't want to come out anymore. Because he sees what's going on around him. Who is going to stop the FBI? Who? Me? You? That's it. That's it. There's nobody else that's going to stop the FBI. The only thing we can hope is that Congress, what, defunds them? 
Do you really think that Congress is going to go and pull the money out from underneath the FBI? No. Come on. Get fucking real. This shit is crazy. These the individuals interviews right. and they the, the, it went to the press, the pre, everyone in the press, the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Rolling, they all had to issue corrections because what the Democrats told them wasn't accurate. That's how the hostility towards these guys, how they're trying to chill and stop brave people who have an, who believe in the Constitution, who are driven by their conscience to come tell us what's going on. They're trying to stop that goes all the way to the committee. You know, if, if a Republican wins the White House. And Lord help us if that does not happen. But if let's say it's it's Trump, don't you believe that he has to completely dismantle the FBI and remake it into what it was originally supposed to be? I mean, this yeah. is can this be saved at this yeah. point? Yeah, but you're, you're right. We're going to need a new president. He's going to have to come in and put the right people at the top. Now, the vast majority of the rank and file agents are great people. After all, they're the ones coming forward and telling us what's going on. It's the folks at the top. There was one situation where the Washington field office said, open an investigation. They said to the folks in, in Boston, open an investigation into 138 people who attended the January 6th rally here in, in D.C. Open an investigation because they were on a bus with two yeah. other people who did something wrong. And they said, why? The, what, why should we open an investigation? He's 138. They refused to do it, but they were being pressured. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Laura, shut your fucking mouth, you stupid cunt. No! The FBI cannot be saved. Shut it down. Cut it out. It's done. Stop. Stop trying to save shit. Stop thinking that you're going to run for office some time, bitch. We know you're not, Laura. Stop. The FBI cannot be saved. It can't. How do you... One thing about Hoover, I will give him this. Hoover in the initial days of the FBI said one thing. He said, we have one chance. We have one chance to earn the American people's trust. If we fuck that up as an agency... We are screwed. Whatever you think about Herbert Hoover, whether he was wearing dresses or not, whatever. But he was right about that. As a law enforcement agency, if you're the highest in the land, you better be beyond reproach. There should never be a question about your investigations. There should never be a question about your evidence. There should never be a question about the integrity of your agents. Ever. You hire the highest of the high. You hire the guys that are going to walk on water. The Jesus guys. That's what you hire. Not those fucking little millennial twats that showed up at that woman's door. Yeah. Seriously. No. Not, the, no. not the yes ma'ams or the yes sirs. You don't hire them. You hire the ones that are constitutionally going to ask the question, not if I should do it, but should I do it? That's a huge question that every law enforcement officer has to ask before they turn their lights on. Because before you turn your lights on, the second I turn my lights on, that's considered an arrest. Because I stopped you from moving. Whether I put cuffs on you or not is immaterial. You stopped moving. Your freedom was impeded by my lights. We got one minute till Chibi. Want to uh, 
finish up with Jim Jordan. We'll here. finish up with Jim Jordan and this fucking stupid bitch. Mm -hmm. We shall. To open an investigation to create these numbers about domestic oh, violent yeah. extremism. Biggest it's threat wrong. to the world. Yeah. It's wrong. Um, and by the way, just moments ago, Steve Friend, um, who is a whistleblower who's been on our show, had his security clearance revoked. Yeah. This happened tonight. Yeah, Congressman. This is. Yeah, this is we got sick. a notice tonight that, that notice tonight on on three of the four individuals who've talked to us. Uh, three will be testifying tomorrow that their their security clearance has been not just suspended but revoked. Steve Friend is one of those individuals. He's a good man. He'll be testifying tomorrow as well, telling his story. He talks about how the FBI actually sent agents right. to a school board meeting. He'll talk about that tomorrow. This is how ridiculous it has gotten. All right. Well, you get some sleep, and we'll be watching, Congressman. Thank. Yeah. It, it, that's retaliation, folks. Yep. I'll tell you, intelligence, you know, in the intelligence field, there's a there's a 101 class that they give you when you enter it. One of the 101 classes that you get is intelligence oversight. Intelligence oversight is a really big class. It has a lot of laws. There's legal for about probably 140 hours of legal that you go through just for just to get through all the bullshit. Okay. One of the big things they tell you is you're, you're to talk to an intelligence oversight personnel. If you believe that your clearance has been removed illegally, meaning somebody said something that wasn't true about you and somebody acted upon it, in which case your, your clearance was removed. Don't they have to wait a year? Nope. Nope, you, you have no time. You don't have to wait any time. You can fucking just go and do it. It's a beautiful thing. And the, the bad part is it sounds like even the oversight guys weren't even doing that. So your inner form, the inner oversight was even fucked up. That says there's huge problems. There's not small micro problems in the FBI. There's gigantic rifts in agents. There are agents that will not call other agents. When you get to that point, when you won't call another agent, there's a problem. I agree. Mm. I want to. You want to get high? Let's do it. Fuck yeah. All right. Get ready, fuckers. Load it up. If you're not loading, Miss Leanna gave out the warning. <laughs> Here we go. Get it ready. Five up. Big Mike. You got that one, babe. Not for the whole pull, though. You got to get it for the whole pull, babe. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get a oh, wait, wait, Bryson on here. No, you need to start right here. Miss Genesepi, please. Yes. 
Genesepi. Miss Genesepi. Genesepi, if you're here, we got a box today. I'm so excited. Please Check report it out. to the room. Patriot Party Pod mug and this fucking water bottle, uh, water cup. I love it. Epic. Yeah, Miss Genesepi, awesome. you guys can go too. get it. Go check out her website. Yeah, um, Liana, do me a favor, post it on the uh, pilt side, and I'm gonna copy it and post yeah. it on the rumble side. Yep, yep. Good stuff. I love you, Mary Jane. But uh, Miss uh, our uh, Genesepi, she's over on the pilt side. You can check her out. She has her own channel. She does her own thing. Go check her out. She does great work. She does a lot of swimsuits. Uh, I I hope maybe one of these days we're gonna get swimsuits made. Dude, I would love a fucking Patriot Party. I'd love bikini. to see like a bikini top with a <laughs> yeah. lion on each side. <laughs> yeah, and the lion in the front and the tail in the back. Maybe actually, the, I think maybe the bottom should look like this pattern. That's a good idea. All over, and then just the the white with the lions, one one lion on each tit. That'd be an awesome bikini. Anyway, uh, so I'm trying to get uh, Bryson on here. CCG Bryson. Um, Ellsworth sent me his tweet because he was like, "Any podcast I'll go on doesn't matter the size." Hit me up. And I hit him up before, but I was like, "All right, let's let's do this." And. Uh, so yes, Wolfpack, Wolverines, the Thunder Kicks. <laughs> All right. So. Nope. So. Nope. When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nobber. Nobber. Give them the nobber. Nobber. Just give them nobber. No bear. So, so anyway, Belorden.com. So, yes, that's where you can Belorden.com. go. She's got a lot of other shit on there too. She's got from all the streamers on the pill.net platform. If you listen to any of them, she probably has their stuff there. She's she's badass. She's a patriot company. If you're a patriot, you want to pay buy patriot shit. Go to Belorden.com. You can check it out on either side. Uh, it's B-L-E-O-R-D-E-N.com. Go check it out. Uh, she's got our shit there. Hopefully one of these days she'll make us a bikini and all that, and I'll put it up. No, I won't. I will not do that. Maybe she'll make me a bikini. That would Maybe be... she'll make you a Speedo. For Jamaica. So I can. I don't rock, know that it would be done that early, that soon. I could rock that sp speedo in Jamaica, and we leave. We're, we're, we leave in like a month. I don't know. I don't know how fast that shit. I don't know. How I don't know how fast that it is either. Anyway, um, either way, <sighs> I would buy a Patriot Party phone. So fuck yeah, with I, the fucking logo right over the fucking. Mm. I was talking about. Um, I was talking to Bryson about him coming on next Thursday, but then Avery Bryson who? CCG Bryson. Who's CCG? The, Bryson? you know the the freaking no. I don't know. Hold on. Yes, you do. Uh, Bryson Gray. Bryson Gray. Okay. Yes, Bryson Gray. All right. Um, but then Ava rescheduled for next Thursday. So I'm hoping to get Bryson on the following week. Well, how about Ava rescheduled for the Thursday following that? Well, I sent, no, no. Cause I had, I sent him the link. Like he sent me his email. I sent him the link. I said, I have next Thursday open or after that you choose a day. And then, you know, so I sent him the email. He hadn't scheduled yet. And then she oh. she chose that day. So we send out a booking link and people 
book at their convenience. Touché. And Touché. somehow, for some reason, the, it, it always runs like we won't have any interviews for like three months. And then every interview slot fills up because I just sent out a general link, y'all. Like, I mean, if you want to come on the show, you're, you're more than welcome. We do interviews Tuesdays and Thursdays. Like, I, I don't care who you are. But um, yeah, that's... Uh, I love how she plans that we have like that. interviews on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Tuesday, I don't care about, but Thursday, my Friday night, she plans interviews for us. So I have to like do homework. I don't homework. plan interviews for Friday night. No, it's my Friday oh, night. Oh, it's your Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't have to. So I have one. to do homework for my Friday night. What we, when we discussed when we were going to have people on, we determined we would only do it Tuesdays and Thursdays because Monday we're always playing catch up from the weekend. True. And then Fridays are always the, the Fridays is the long show is the, the long show for the, for the week. Yeah. We missed a lot. And if we do an interview on Tuesday, we want to have Wednesday free to catch up on the news from the day before. So gotcha. Tuesdays and Thursdays. So that's how it worked out. Anyway. You'd probably so fit your dingle in a bikini. No, 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 not a bikini. A speedo. Speedo. Speedo, different story. Mm -hmm. Speedos. Because I do wear some speedos. We're all about the speedos. Anyway. Because I do wear speedos. Um, yeah, I'll get rid of them. Come on. Here, take that. Everything. You were supposed to take that like a minute ago. Well, you've been hanging on to it well, like it's you, your best friend. It is. It really <laughs> is. It is, most certainly is my best friend. <laughs> It's my fucking superhero. It's not my best friend. It's a fucking superhero. Uh, what is next? Um, I, I got rid of the ones that... So do... Let's see. Justin Hart. Why did you fuck... What? I got it rid of the ones that were doubles. Oh, all right. So that you wouldn't bitch about us pulling up ones that we'd already seen. Oh, okay. Here's a new one. From today. Americans are upset and they are angry that the government's been weaponized against them. But I think they're better served if we remain dispassionate in reviewing this evidence. But I have to admit, I, I came here today trying to be dispassionate, but I'm feeling emotion. I'm feeling disgust. Before us, among these witnesses has represented decades of exemplary service in the military, in the FBI, service to our country for which your families have, have sacrificed for which you have sacrificed to give this service, and now the other side of the aisle just wants to disparage you for bringing forth facts that the American people need to know, that we need to know if we're gonna change these whistleblower laws so that you're not punished for bringing us the truth. This is our fourth, or we've had four hearings, and I'm noticing a, a disturbing trend here. Big business is working with the government to weaponize against the American people. And, uh, you know, the, the government says, well, this is okay because we're not violating the Constitution. The, the, the big business is doing this uh, voluntarily, and we saw this with uh, social media companies. But I want to play a uh, testimony from a whistleblower who's not here with us today. If you could cue that up about how we've seen, in this instance, one of the biggest corporations in America working with the FBI to violate civil liberties. I believe it was either on January 7th or 8th, the Bank of America, um, with no director of the FBI, <clears throat> data mined its customer base. And data mined a date range of five to seven years of any BOA customer 
who use a BOA product. And by BOA product. Hey, got a question. Yep. Got a question for every single one of you motherfuckers out there right now. How many of you use Bank of America? We don't. We got rid of them when they stole your reenlistment bonus. I'm, I'm dead serious. How many <clears throat> so of I. you, how many of you still use Bank of America? Dead serious. This is one I want you to think about. Dead fucking serious. How many of you use Bank of America? We. It, it's not to be ashamed of if you do. But think about it. Now you're hearing from an FBI agent that without prompting, without any recourse whatsoever, Bank of America went and data mined its own customers to find out which ones were in D.C. on January 6th. Oh, it gets better. Let him keep going. It gets so much better. Stop. Stop. Think about this for one second. What does that tell you about Bank of America? They are a what? A liberal company. They're literally a fascist organization. Literally. Literally. Without any shadow of a fucking doubt. Mm -hmm. They just said, fuck you. Watch this. If anything, this video needs to be in the fuck around and find out category. Holy shit. Oh, no, it gets better. Let him keep going. Oh, I will. I'm, I'm going to bring him back up, but I'm sorry. Think about this. Babe, no, no. Trust me. All right. All right. Trust me. You're saying I'm losing my mind for no reason right now. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, You're about to lose your mind even more. Let that, him continue fucking speaking. That's a big fucking deal. Oh, no, it gets better. A debit card. They compiled that list, and then on top of that list, they put anyone who had purchased a firearm any day. I find that testimony I chilling. That was the retired FBI. Fucking kidding me! I told you. Hold on. <clears throat> Let me pull that back. I want you all to hear that again. Listen. During any day. I find that testimony chilling. That was the who used a BOA product, and by BOA product debit card they compiled that list and then on top of that list they put anyone who had purchased a firearm during any day i find that data mined a date range of five to seven of any boa who used a boa product and by boa product a debit card they compiled that list, and then on top of that list, they put anyone who had purchased a firearm during any day. I find that. If you are not beside yourself right now, if your blood pressure is not giving you alerts on your watch, you don't believe the same way I do about the Constitution and the things that people can do. When companies are doing shit like that, that's it. I, I gotta I gotta tell you folks. That's it. I'm done.
done. I'm spent. You can't tell me anything else. When you have a government, when you have companies, understand when the Nazis came out and they said the fucking Jews were the problem, there were companies such as Volkswagen that turned over lists to the Nazis of all of their Jewish workers. IBM designed the computers to keep track of them. I'm going to tell you right now. What you just saw there, what you just heard and witnessed there, everything you just witnessed is the same thing that took place back in 1936. The same fucking thing. Bank of America, within six days of January 6th. Three days. Well, three days. We heard about it the day it leaked. Turned over all of the records on their people that they had data mined for five to seven years. Whoever used the Bank of America card, period. Ever. ever to purchase a, a firearm. A gun. Which tells me that they have had a code for firearms for a very long time. It's just now come out. When they said that credit cards were adding on these codes for firearms, how did Bank of America data mine to see how, when you bought a firearm ever, if they only just instituted that code? No, they knew exactly. They've always known. Just saying. No, 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 my, my blood pressures. Okay. Well, anyway, my vessels can be seen pretty much everywhere. Uh, I'm uh-huh. fairly certain because holy I know. fucking I told shit. You. I told you. I told this you is better. absolutely fucking ludicrous. I know. Testimony chilling. That was the retired FBI supervisory intelligence analyst, George Hill, who gave us that testimony. And what he said there is the bank of America compiled a list of everybody who used a credit card or a debit card between January 5th and January 7th inside of Washington, D.C., and gave that to the FBI. But before they did, they looked at anybody who had ever purchased a firearm, according to their records, and elevated those people to the top of the list. And they didn't geofence it to Washington, D.C. You could have, as Mr. Hill testified, you could have bought a gun in 1999 in Iowa with a Bank of America card, and then you got heightened attention, and then it was given to the FBI. Now, whether the FBI asked for this or whether they did this voluntarily is very chilling because Bank of America, you know, they've got a lot of issues in front of the government. And this is where you get it. No, you're absolutely right, Leo. Whoa, stop. Let's, I'll give credit where credit is due. Your Leo, Thunder, 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 thunder Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Leo said, Leo Slayer over on Rumble said, BOA is just the fall guy bank. Every bank is doing it. You are absolutely fucking right. That is my point. This is just the one we have proof about, folks. There might be one bank that isn't. Um, there, there's a possibility that there's one more bank that isn't doing it. 
that would be USAA, and that's only because 90% of the guys that are up there they already are, out guns, so it yeah, doesn't matter. That's not happening. There, there might be one more, but I, I'm just saying Navy Federal also, too, might be a part of that group as well. Um, but as for the others, yeah, you're right. However, if USAA or Navy Federal gave over the information of their members, because they are they are both they, you have to be a member to be there that comes with qualifications. Yep. Um, and because USA is a federal savings bank, I believe they probably have to give over that information when the government requests it. No, they don't have to give over a specific transition transaction requests unless the government has a warrant for that. Okay. The government still has to produce a warrant for that specific but information. What You're I'm, still guaranteed a modicum of privacy. Well, if USA and or Navy Federal volunteered that information the way Bank of America did, Ooh, I'd then be gone. they would just, uh, but the government would just assume that everybody on that list already owned a firearm simply because they were USA or Navy Federal members and they would automatically go to the top of the list. And they'd automatically be the part of the 3%. Mm -hmm. This is so damning. This is so damning, folks. This is bad. Mm -hmm. This is like fucking. This is. You want 1775? I'll show you 1775 because I'm fucking looking at it. I'm watching tyranny in my face. If you don't know what tyranny looks like, this is tyranny. When you have the federal government organized like this against its own people. This is tyranny, period, point blank. A coup happened in this country. We are straight up. This is straight up fucking tyranny, folks. Tyranny. There is no, no other way you can call it anything else. It's tyrannical. It's, it's definitely treasonous. It goes against everything. We all live and most... A lot of us have fucking died for. Get to the next one. Because I, I want to say the end of the of Thomas Massey is the first clip that we heard here. Yeah, so I think it is. Because mm -hmm. he's just about to get the same thing. Yep. But. Chairman Jordan, members of the committee, thank you for addressing FBI malfeasance and allowing me to speak today. Aside from that point of gratitude, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. And I'm angry that I have to be here to testify about the weaponization of the FBI and DOJ. Weaponization against not only its own employees, but against those institutions and individuals that are supposed to protect the American people. I'm here today because even though I'm wrongfully suspended from the FBI, I remain duty bound to the American people to play my small role in rectifying these issues. After all, I never swore an oath to the FBI. I swore an oath to the Constitution. I've served my nation and community my entire adult life. First in the United States Army, then as a police officer, and lastly as an FBI special agent. Shortly after high school, I joined the United States Army where I served in the infantry and I was quickly promoted through the ranks. I deployed to both Iraq and Afghanistan in support of Operation Iraqi Freedom and Operation Enduring Freedom. I served in the historic 101st Airborne Division. I received the Combat Infantryman's Badge, which is awarded to those infantrymen who engage in ground combat with our nation's enemies. The Army's official motto is, this will defend. Along with numerous others, I volunteered to serve this nation, risking my life in combat to protect America and her values. 
I know some of the best men and women this country has to offer. They come from all backgrounds, races, and creeds. They helped mold me into the person I am today. Each was willing to sacrifice, and many did, to protect this great nation. It is our duty to honor their sacrifices by standing up for what is right, regardless of the difficulty. After serving in the Army, I became a police officer. Police officers, like me, are imperfect beings, but we strive to uphold the law and the Constitution. People who go to work every day trying to make their communities better, yet who nonetheless are faced with budget cuts and calls for defunding as we continue spiraling away from law and order as a nation. While serving as a police officer, I finished my bachelor's degree graduating with honors in criminology and law studies. Shortly thereafter, I began the long road to becoming an FBI special agent, a position I once understood to be the pinnacle of law enforcement and a way to continue to serve this nation and protect and defend the Constitution. During my four years as a special agent, I received the highest annual review an employee can receive. I volunteered for, tried out for, and was selected for an FBI SWAT team. I also volunteered for, tried out for, and was selected for a new unit the FBI created. I also received an award for my work on an anti-abortion extremism case. I've been smeared as a malcontent and subpar FBI employee. This smear stands in stark contrast to my life in public service. This smear campaign, disgusting as it is, is unsurprising. Despite our oath to uphold the Constitution, too many in the FBI aren't willing to sacrifice for the hard right over the easy wrong. They see what becomes of whistleblowers, how the FBI destroys their careers, suspends them under false pretenses, takes their security clearances and pay with no true options for real recourse or remedy. This is by design. It creates an Orwellian atmosphere that silences opposition and discussion. We know what is right to do, yet we too often refuse to do what is right because of the difficulty and suffering it incurs. I couldn't knowingly continue on this path silently without speaking out against the weaponization I witnessed, even if it meant losing my job, my career, my livelihood, my family's home, and now my anonymity. It's up to members of this committee, current and former FBI employees, and indeed all Americans, to ensure that the weaponization of our own government against the people comes to an end, no matter the personal cost. As James Madison prudently opined, in framing a government which is to be administered by men over men, the great difficulty lies in this. You must first enable the government to control the governed, and the next place, oblige it to control itself. The safeguards currently in place at the FBI are clearly inadequate and must be reworked to protect whistleblowers and others who are inappropriately targeted. The FBI can extract whatever they want from me. I'm willing to bear that burden. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family. My strong, beautiful, and courageous wife, and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion, the FBI allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country. They allowed us to sell my family's home. They ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old. Then, on my first day on the new assignment, they suspended me, rendering my family homeless. <clears throat> they refused to release our goods, including our clothes, for weeks. <clears throat> All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. To my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying, and I'll never forget my oath. Thunder. 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 Get the fuck out of here. Oh. Oh.
that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! Yeah, that's, uh, wow. Holy fucking shit, Batman. Um, folks, I don't fucking care. <laughs> nope. I'm done. Done. You want to see a red limit pushed? Now all you got to do is say when and where. <laughs> I will be there with bells on. I promise. This, uh, nope. Nope, this is not what I I uh, signed up to protect. This is not what I signed up for. Uh, it, dude, that's like 90% of us. Military, I got to tell you, you come out of any of those places and you still have a half of a head, that's, that's what we did. We went from the military to a You know, my dad asked me, and I swear to God, he had like a psychology like sub somewhere in his career because I swear he fucked with me as a kid. But mm-hmm. he asked me a question when I got out of the military. He said, hey, he said, what are you going to do? I said, oh, I'm going to be a cop. I said, why? And I always thought that was a weird question. I said, why not? I, I, but be good at that job. I've been catching liars for years. This is, that's no different. He said, but why are you going to trade one uniform for another? I never thought about it. Like really just thought about what he was saying till now. And I guess maybe now that I'm thinking about it, because, you know, now I work a job where, you know, I, I, I can smoke this shit. <clears throat> you know, I can drink this shit. I can do this job. I can do this. I can bring you all information and stuff and tell you all about shit I see that I think is ridiculous. That I don't understand why more Americans aren't seeing it. But that's where I was going. Man, the best you can ask her. She told me like the day after it happened, after I got fired from being a cop. I'll tell you right now, the day after that happened, she turned around and told me, she said, you know, that's the best thing that's ever happened to you. Mm-hmm. The absolute best thing that ever happened to you. And I never thought about it that way. And I got to tell you right now, that tells me you saved me thousands of years of strife by saying that is the best thing that ever happened. You'd to be you. dead or in jail or we'd be divorced. Yeah. 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 Or all three. No shit. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. You'd be dying in jail and we'd be divorced. Yeah. Okay. Play this next one. The one I have highlighted right there. Cause this is, yeah. In weaponization, any kind of misconduct that exists with the American people. It doesn't solve it, but the FBI will crush you. This government will crush you and your family if you try to expose the truth about things that they are doing that are wrong. And we are all examples of that. I can't think of a more sobering way to end a hearing. I yield back. Thunder. 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 Thunder Get the fuck out of here. 
that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. That man is a patriot. Let me tell y'all. That man is a fucking patriot. Whether he's a cop or not, that's a fucking patriot right there. So that's a guy standing up for all of us. Let me tell y'all what this man went through because you didn't hear the entire story in these clips. Okay. He told the first part of it, right? Where his family was left homeless, right? When they yeah, suspended him without back. pay. Okay. He had to he had to go his family 13. Um, I think nine or four and two weeks. Yes. Right. Yeah. Two week, a two week old newborn. Yep. Had to go back to Wisconsin. Yep. Where his family is from. No, hold on. Now, hold on. First, they lured him back there. They didn't listen. Stay my stop. Let me make sure this is worded properly because I want you to understand this. They lured him back to Wisconsin with the chance at another job no no no. they lured him to virginia with the chance of another job when he got there they suspended him and he was homeless he'd sold his family's home and oh, and he was essentially okay. yeah. homeless yes. so he had to go to wisconsin. wisconsin and when he got to wisconsin uh, it's now it's they started moving it was in the september. summer yeah, it was september. july it was yeah. august when or it was july when he got the september. orders he he left in august mm-hmm. he got there in september they have a month-old baby with no clothes for six weeks and then they fired him or whatever, they suspended him without pay. He goes back to Wisconsin homeless because he had already sold the home. He was going to buy a new home, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Didn't now he doesn't happen. have a job. Now he's out of a job. can't buy a new home if you don't can't have a job. can't buy a new home. And they refused him to allow get to get secondary employment. Yeah. So he relied completely on his community, charity. his friends and his family and charity to get him through that. Mm-hmm. Four kids, a wife and him. And you know what one of these fucking dipshits asked him? Did Cash Patel give you money? And he said, yeah, he did. Yeah. What of it? I was looking for wherever uh, yeah, I could get money. Absolutely. I was a charity case because the FBI fucked me. Yes. That's exactly what happened. It was like when I was deployed and for two months I didn't get paid. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And oh, I had to, I, I had, had to when, when Obama shut too. down the the government and he was deployed, I couldn't pay our mortgage. I had to call his parents one month for the mortgage. I had to call my parents the next month for the mortgage. Yeah. We were we were fucked. Yeah. Fucked. My income wasn't there. Fucked. So yes, I and I was at home with a baby. Just and no like job. that too. This is the same shit. Different day, same shit. Okay. You haven't been affected yet, right? If they do it to us, they do it to the assholes that they trained to kill people. What do you think they're going to do to you? Think about it. They trained us to kill people. They trained us to do this shit, to get you all stirred up. That's what they trained us to do. What are they going to do to you? Whatever they did to us is nothing. They're going to fucking slaughter you. They're not going to give a shit. Just say it. you, you, you have to stand for something these days. Well, here's what the Democrats tried to do when it was their turn to fucking run their mouths. 
Thank you. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705064? That no. is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, That quote, is not my account, ma'am. You haven't let me finish the question, you sir. Might have been the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. On and the time is mine. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th retweet if you agree end quote do you agree with that statement yes or no that that is i don't no ma'am that's not my account at all i have i'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement yes or no can you please rephrase the statement yeah. do you think I'm the gentle lady has expired staged january 6th i just want him to answer he'll answer, he'll answer. yeah he'll answer i'm just telling you your time's up do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy <laughs> She thought she had a big know. gotcha moment because some dude named Marcus Allen, someone else named Marcus Allen put this out on Twitter. How many Marcus Pelosi staged January 6th? I, yes or I no? No. Thank you. Could, could have been the football player. Could, could have been the football player. Could have been the football player. The fuck? <laughs> Seriously. Okay. No, you know what? You know what I'm going to do right now? Hold on one second. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on Twitter real quick here. This is just going to take me a second. All right. Go for it. Okay. I want to look up Marcus Allen. Allen. How okay? many do you see? Right off the bat. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Pop right up right off the bat. Just off the bat. Just right off the bat. And that's with the space in between Marcus and Alan. Now, so if you remove that space, now what? Oh, I bet you get hundreds. People. Boom. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I mean, there's pages up. There's them. pages up. Uh, for fuck's sake. I mean, it goes on. It goes on How and on. How fucking dumb are you? She's a fucking tarted bitch. Wow. I mean. How sold on the fucking. Hmm, whatever. Check this out. I guess it gets better. Oh, yeah. Mr. Garamendi for his five minutes. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. Mr. Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. We can do this all day. Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Okay, let's do it all day. Mr. Chairman, I have a parliamentary inquiry. And you're not recognized. Mr. Chairman, there's a member in the side of the dais who has not been waived in on committee. Uh, would like to know, is he asking to be waived in or is he gonna send the audience or has he joined somebody's staff since he's against the wall? Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Mr. Chairman, can I have an answer to my question, please? He, he's a colleague. He's not been waved in. Mr. Garamendi is recognized. Well, we'd be happy to wave him in if he wants to sit in, but he's he's up in the days area, but he's you, not in the audience. We wave him in. Actually, he's standing where he's actually standing sitting where most times staff stands. As is customary in the Congress. Yeah. Yeah. Anything to obscure the facts, anything to stall the committee hearing. Mr. Unbelievable. No, I'm, I'm not stalling. I Mr. Think we Garamendi. For I'm not stalling. Bitch, you just said, let's do this all day. Oh, you're the dumbest cunt out there. Whoa. I mean. Fucking just.
I'm amazed. Why? Why? Just, I, uh, just why? I, I mean, seriously, do can we trust anything that happens there anymore? No, not really. I mean, seriously, not really. Oh, uh, go to the MTG one because this is maybe. I mean, not not that anything is going to happen with it, but uh, Citizen Free Press MTG. There you go. All right. Watch this because if y'all didn't hear about this today, I'm gonna fuck this thought. I, I really hate this. You don't want to fuck this one. No. Apparently, half of Congress already has. Apparently. It's disgusting. It's it is with the highest yeah. amount of solemnity that I announce my intention to introduce articles of impeachment today on the head of this America at Last executive branch that has been working since January 20th, 2021, to systematically destroy this country. The President of the United States, Joseph Robinette Biden. Joe Biden has deliberately compromised our national security by refusing to enforce immigration laws and secure our border, allowed approximately 6 million illegals from over 170 countries to invade our country, deprive Border Patrol of the necessary resources and policies sufficient to protect our country. And his administration has willfully refuse to maintain operational control as required by the law. He has allowed fentanyl, the number one killer of Americans between the age of 18 and 45, to overwhelmingly flood into our country and kill around 300 Americans every single day. These aren't just Americans, these are people's family members. These are their sons, their daughters, their brothers, their sisters, their mothers, their fathers, their cousins, aunts, and uncles. These are American families. His administration has lost complete contact with approximately 85,000 unaccompanied illegal alien children. And his policies have forced tens of thousands of illegal children into slave labor. Where are these kids? No one even knows. It's, hor it's horrible. Joe Biden has reinstated catastrophic and disastrous catch and release policies, which have allowed illegals to flood, to flood our country and our communities. He ended remain in Mexico and reinstated catch and release. Under Biden's command, the Secretary of Homeland Security has illegally granted mass parole to aliens when U.S. federal law only permits parole to be granted on a specific case-by-case -case basis. He endangered the lives of Americans by allowing illegal aliens who had tested positive for COVID-19 to enter our country and infect American citizens, yet while enforcing strict COVID policies on American citizens. His policies, directives, and statements surrounding the southern border have violated our laws and destroyed our country. Biden has blatantly violated his... Okay, really quick, folks, because we don't have a lot of time left. One of the things I want to hit on this, this is good and bad. There's good and bad here, okay? It, it, it is good news to see what is going on. Um, this this is good. Don't get me wrong. Do not take me over that side of the tracks. I'm long on this country. I'm hoping that we can find a peaceful resolution to what's going on. However, I doubt it. However, this is productive. 
there's a reason for why I say that. I don't trust Marjorie Taylor Greene. However, what I do trust, today is May 18th. I'd trust her more if I knew who dick was in her mouth. Today is May 18th, 2023. If you look at this politically, you look at this from my other side of my brain. Politically, this can be catastrophic for your party. Or this could be fucking holy shit amazing for your party if you pull this off. Because think about it. If you don't pull it off, because by coming out and saying this right now, by saying that they're announcing articles of impeachment, they're currently saying that they have the vote in the Senate. Because you do not go into this blind. You go and poll the members of the Senate. You find out the way the members of the Senate would vote ahead of time. And in that time, you bring that back. When you've got positive numbers, you roll with it. You roll the articles. It's the same shit that happened to Trump. However, you had some people that said, yeah, we'll do it, but then said, no, we're not going to do it. Just saying. But this is good. It is good. The bad part about this, if this goes sideways at any point, at any point, there's any sign of overreach from the Republicans. And you got to remember, I'm more of a centrist. I sit right in the middle. I love the Constitution. That's where I belong. Okay. There's any overreach from the Republicans. What we just saw that just happened today with the whole fucking report from Durham and everything else, all of that shit goes to the wayside because don't matter no more. Because what we just did to them, they're going to see as retribution from what they did to us. Just remember that. This can go... This can be very productive if used properly. Their political gain on this is epic. If they, this is, uh, we talked about this actually in political science. They call this the Black Stallion. There's a reason why they call it the Black Stallion. The Black Stallion is this, where you roll up one political party in one cycle. And in this case, this one cycle, if what we base a political party in a cycle on is a presidential campaign in this cycle, the Democrat Party is not going to exist much after this. There's not going to be one. That quickly expired a a while ago and we don't have much time left. So let's let MTG finish stealing oxygen from everyone. Okay. It's good and bad. I'm just saying. I got you. Constitutional duty. And he is a direct threat to our national security. Therefore, Joseph Robinette Biden is unfit to serve as the president of the United States and must be impeached. Out in the real world, where American taxpayers live, employees are fired when they are corrupt or aren't adequately serving their employer or purposely destroying a country, a company. In this case, the employer is the American people because they pay the salaries. 
They pay the salaries of everyone in the federal government. The Constitution outlines a very simple process to fire the corrupt officials serving in the federal government, impeachment. Matthew Graves, Christopher Ray, Merrick Garland, Alejandro Mayorkas, and Joe Biden are all corrupt and unfit to hold office, and they all must be in We're going to let this go, folks. No, okay. This concludes impeachment week. And now I can. So <clears throat> I apologize about that. Every we're, clip like tends to we're, pause we're, in the last like three seconds. And we are so recording to StreamYard servers directly so that they can view our video because our video seems to keep getting these weird fucking hiccups. Glitches. And, uh, I just want to identify it so these gentlemen know exactly what I'm talking about. This video just glitched like a super fucking hero, mm -hmm. and it's not supposed to. It was fine right up until it's. They've been fine right up until the end, and then it gets all wonky. Don't know why. Anyway, I'm gonna be serious. I'm, I'm, I know I'm broadcasting on that uh, shit, but I'm gonna be like, look, this is it, folks. I, I can I can talk great about your company, or I can talk like shit about your company. Mm -hmm. It is your call, but we've got to fix this because this is not working the way I pay for it. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Throwing it out there. Hmm. All right. Anyway, either um, way. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. We do. Because we always spend too much time talking after my, I need to change my alarm to like five minutes earlier so that we have the last five minutes to chat okay. before we get out and have right. to play the video. So either way, mm -hmm. we got to get the fuck out of here. We do. We do. We will be back tomorrow. Survival essentials. Go get you some seeds. Seriously. You got to have them for the end of the world. So just go get them. But, and you can keep them. Dude, you can throw them on the shelf and just leave them as long as it's a, a cool, dark room, not like room temperature. You're fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we put ours in our OSHA boxes. Just keep them in a box. You can leave them there. You're, what do you, yep. Why not? You can get like thousands of seeds for like a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Yeah. And literally, you have more than enough seeds to feed your family for like the next three years. Absolutely. So go do it. It's crazy. It, it doesn't make any sense not to do it. She's teaching you how to put them in the ground. Mm -hmm. If you just record them, download them to a device, put them in a, a oh shit box that's surrounded by a Faraday cage, you're good to go. When the end of the world really happens, it's all good. I know how to grow shit. I got seeds. We good. I got survival. Done. Yep. And just make sure you got your My Patriot Supply. Yeah, because you need 90, 90 days of days. food because it takes 90 days from the time you put the seed in the ground until you get some kind of food out of it. So, uh, look, I'm less, not less trying salads, to sell carrots, you bullshit. You know? What I'm trying to sell you is what you need. What I'm trying to tell you is you need to take care of yourself. You need to defend yourself. You need to take, you know, I saw Leanna's bit the other day with the body armor. Uh, we're going to talk about that because you had two plate. Two plate, two part body armor. Um, and they were trying to say shit about that. I've got bad news for you. There's a whole other study I can show you about dragon armor. And dragon armor is absolutely uh, probably some of the best armor out there. You probably spend an arm and a leg and a torso to get it. But it is about the most badass armor out there. Um, I've seen one of these things shot with a 50 caliber machine gun round. And the son of a bitch took it. Okay. And it didn't 
wouldn't have would have really fucked the dude up he probably wouldn't survived everything that happened to him after he got hit by it however there would have been no penetration from the bullet because when you transfer that force from something that large being fired at you into a pinpointed object. Oh, you're knocked the fuck out. You are knocked the fuck to a absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that shit hurts. Um, there's there's all sorts of shit. We'll get it. We'll talk about body armor maybe another day. We'll maybe have to chalk that up to a Sunday show so we can talk about real body armor, bullshit body armor, and everything else body armor. Well, we'll do we, that in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we, we got Sundays starting to pile up now. So okay, well, it's another Sunday show for the future. I gotcha. So I gotcha. when we get Spare on Sunday shows. We can fucking throw body armor in there, apparently, because we need to have a body armor show. Leanna was bitching that I wasn't listening. I was listening, and I just couldn't get in the chat. Gotcha. Damn it. Anyhow. I was there. I'm always there. I'm always listening, Leanna. I always just had my AirPods in. Always did. So bad for your brain. I know. Um, we have but not mine. Still for yours. Still yes. so much to get through tomorrow. That's because your ears are fucked anyway, so you can't hear the vibration no, 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 of the no, no. My EMF brain frequencies going through your brain. the same way as yours. Well, maybe. Okay. Uh, we still have a ton of stuff to get through tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow's a long show because it's Friday. It's so, Friday. Uh, we will start at it's my Friday 6 tonight, so I'm going to get fucked up tonight. Mm-hmm. Fuckers. Good on you. You all have a great night. I might make you work tomorrow, though. <laughs> are you going golfing tomorrow? No, I have to work tomorrow. <sighs> what? Yeah, I have to. Well, we. I have to start out working at least. I have to bring my truck down to get my brakes changed. Oh, and then, but I need you to follow me so you can give me a ride home. Well, that's fine because I, I got to bring the kids shit down to the school anyway. So good. Yeah. So you can follow me down there, bring me home, mm-hmm. and then go down the school. Fun times. Sweet. All righty. So uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I love that what one. That's my doing? favorite sticker. My favorite sticker. Oh, good God. Jason's sticker. That's my favorite one. That's so nasty. That's so hysterical. So I nasty. I love that one because I always do oh, that to the kids. Sake. I'm walking so in the gross. kids' room at night and I'm like, shh. All right. <laughs> so gross. I think that shit's hysterical. Kids are fucking laughing their ass off about it. Fuck it. All right. Either way. Uh, y'all have a great night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night again, 545 at the start of show, 905 tomorrow morning for Leanna over on pill.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, check her out because she always has a fantastic show. She had a great show today. I listened, madame. I was there. I'm always there. You always think I never listen. Ass clowns. I always, I'm always got my ears on. Uh-huh. Either way, we'll be back at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. If you don't want to be around for the music, I understand. We don't get offended if you don't want to come no, by. No, we the just music. figure we're listening to music, so we might as well share with y'all. We just thought that that was something cool we did. We always started listening to music ahead of time from the show. We thought you guys would enjoy it. So we shared. Mm-hmm. Either way, if you don't want to be there for that, show up at 6 p.m. Our show starts promptly at 6 p.m. And we'll see you then. With a Either way. intro and then another song. Correct. For the Nick <laughs> and V-Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching, y'all. Later.
snares and alligators. But once you get to the gate, you can't depend on your waiters. Cause you'll be over your tater. I'm talking growing tomatoes. Yeah. Feeding the worms I fish with later. I'll have a fish stick plate over a six foot grave. Before I take a knee as our anthem plays. My hands on my heart. I stand on what I say. And my second amendment handles what I can. I ain't trying to be Billy Badass or talk shit. I'm just saying, there's the line. Don't cross it. I got a red rider gun when I was three, so I don't run or hide from anything. Bitch, I'm a red, white, and blue collar boy from the south. south. Yeah. You can fuck around and find out. I love my country, love my freedom. Fuck a welfare, now I don't need them. Shotgun race from the woods to the plate. Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late. So come around here, sun running your Strapped up in a wacky, I can show you if it's needed. When you see it, you'll believe it. If you don't love it, you can leave it. Michael Jackson, you can beat it. F-A-F-O, I teach you how this game go. Different joints, same smoke. Wake up, wear the same clothes. Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash. Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class. Got the music way up loud with a cigar in my mouth. Fuck around and come find out how we do it in the South. Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth. I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud. I'm a son of the dirty south with a truck seat high and he straight pipes loud. This land, land of freedom, double barrels in case we need. Man up, we'll sit your ass down. We done talking, fuck around and find out. I love my country, love 